that was Stargazer with Debbie Fury. You're listening to Irish Radio Canada at home and abroad, and that was from Debbie's new album. And Debbie has kept in touch with me over the last number of years, and he probably thought he was being ignored, and he was. <laughs> but finally, finally got around to to take the time to say, hello, Debbie Fury, it's wonderful to connect with you. I've listened to some of your music, and singer-songwriter Navin County Mead, um, and has been on the road a fair number of years. David, tapalcha rot. Paramagwad Austin, unstatuma. Kahana waharfad. Um, asanuv. Um, so uh, the uh, the new album, Stargazer. Um, you're just about to launch. Yeah, um, March actually. The the album is titled Glimpses of the Truth. Right. And that song, Stargazer, I released back in April. Um, just before I did a little tour there with Paul Brady and I brought that out so that'll be from the new album that'll be on this Glimpses of the Truth it's called so it'll be out at the end of March Brilliant How long have you been in the business? Uh, I don't ever consider myself being in the business because I don't like that music business but I know what you mean by the question Yeah. I play music since I was about 16 17 right. I didn't release my first album until 2015 and that was a matter of um, doing my trade, learning my trade, trying to find my voice and uh, writing songs. And uh, just felt right then at 2015 to release an album and then did Haunted Streets. Second album came out during COVID. And this will be my third album um, that I'd be able to, at least I can tour this one. And I suppose when I ask that question, I'm asking you in effect, how long have you been dependent upon music to put bread on the table? as distinct from even your own, because while you would have been maybe involved in the industry and in music prior to going it alone. Yeah, well, it's kind of hard to rely on music to put bread on the table. And I, I, I do other stuff as well, little bits and pieces of stuff within, you know, the podcast and I, I do different different bits away from the music as well. Because the way, well, for me, the way the music industry has gone, it, it's... It's very hard to, especially if you have kids and mortgages and the usual stuff. Yeah. So it's um, it's a matter of choice. So I've uh, I've always chosen to stick with music because I, I I adore it and I love the feeling from it. Right. And how has it been for you since 2015? Because to go out, put a launch an album, then times were quite good. And then you know you could have been building up to a nice um, developing a nice. Um, following and after five years you'd kind of say well that's kind of where you're hoping to get to and that's what it'd be when COVID hit you just say you put another one out then and that brought everything to a, a grinding halt Yeah but it didn't stop people from listening to music, it stopped yes. the, the live scene alright Austin absolutely and it, it stopped it for more than what COVID was around for if that makes sense because a lot of people were, were very much reluctant to come out even when things opened back up and then there was rescheduling of gigs. So it's only kind of coming right in the last six months, I think, here in Ireland anyway. Right. Um, so things have been rescheduled and getting gigs back. And I'd say there'll be a lot of albums released next year. Um, so it's, it is what it is. It, it, it happened. You move on, you get on with it. Thankfully, none of my family were affected with it. There's bigger things at play here as well, you know. Or yeah. At, was at play at that time so 
So did you find it a creative time or did you find it a time where you, in a way, um, you, that it is, is helped to get you through? But like I've talked to some artists and some have said that they didn't pick up an instrument and others have said they found it a very creative time. Uh, kind of a mixture. Well, kind of half and half. fifty <laughs> percent picking up an instrument and and playing. And I did a bit of writing, yeah, but I don't think I did any more um, as per in the usual cycle, if you know what I mean. Like songs can come and go. I mightn't write a song for two months, right? And then a few might come along at once, and I just have to be ready for that. So it's not that I, I, and I know I've spoken to other artists as well that would record or would at least write every day. Yeah. I've never done. Yeah. Never done. Um, It's just not my way of doing things, but there's no right or wrong way, is there? Yeah. And when I listen to your lyrics, um, Mm. they're reflective of a time rather than uh, when I said that what I, I was listening to I was hearing you're telling stories and you know you get enough some music and it's out there and um, I don't want to uh, deprecate any songwriter in, but it, it, the, the lyrics would be light and they'd be catchy and all the rest but, but you write serious stuff um, very serious man Austin <laughs> I can tell that, but but no, that that you know you're not you're not there looking for na 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 na. That it's there's there's um something to be told in your lyrics. I uh, thanks for saying that. I hope there is there is a need to write for me anyway. It's a it's a, um it's essential. I have to write to, to work my way through thoughts and what's happening. Good and bad, you know. They're not, as you say, they might be serious songs, some of them, but some of them are, are light enough, but there is some seriousness in them. And, and even, there has to be, yeah, there has there, to be a balance, I think. You know, there has to be a balance between the song that I wrote four years ago about the rain that falls in Palestine, you know, and then yeah. wrote a song for 50 years that you might that hasn't been released yet, but I sang it in a couple of places for the Bloody Sunday relatives and families. Right. Be on the next album after this one, um, and then there's lighter ones like Space is Full. So I think you have to find a balance, especially if you're doing a live gig in an audience. Uh, for me, I can't listen to someone who's really slow and dour the whole time and really seriousness. No, you know, there's there's a good bit of crack at the live gigs and a good bit of fun. I do have a sense of humour, like you know. Yeah, but you can you can tell a story without it having to be um, a dirge. And I think that's partly where I'm coming from as well, that you're, you're, you've, you have a message. And like, you know, one of your tracks there, I see a history, even just to call a piece that in itself. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of saying, it's saying, well, you know, this is not surfing on the beach. Um, <laughs> that's, that's, there's, there's a, a depth in what you're doing, there. I hope there is. Yeah, there, it's definitely coming from a depth. Whether people recognise it or not, it's up to themselves. But I'm glad you you got it, right? Uh, and, and you can listen to it and you, you can understand that. So um, it's really up to the listener. There's many interpretations of the songs, right? Especially a song like "Who Am I," which 
it's every time I sing it, it's kind of saying something else to me, and I didn't know really know what it meant at the time. But it's it's opening up itself the more I sing it, and that's been on haunted streets. So that's been out what three years now. Right. Um. So a song like that will will always show me something different. I asked, and I've asked numerous singer songwriters, when you have a new composition and you're getting up in front of an audience and you're going to reveal yourself for the first time, is this frightening for you, or is this? Um, do you feel you're putting your baby out there? No, no, I've often heard that before. I don't know. They're not my babies. Um, I'm the baby, really. They're the, they're the ones that are in control of the songs, you know. They're I have once it's written and recorded, they're they're not mine. They're they're their own entity as such. So I just get the chance to sing them when I do play live, right. and I get the chance to release it. That's just my perspective on it, Austin. Um, I don't feel any great. How would you say? Um, I don't feel like I have to own them or that I, I don't want to share them with anyone or I don't feel nervous about them. If I didn't think they were a kind of an okay song, I wouldn't record it and I don't think I'd sing it live. Right. So you kind of have to trust trust yourself at that time that now not all songs are going to work obviously and some will be more receptive to people than others. That's just the way music, that's the way art goes. You right. Know? But uh, I wouldn't be nervous about it. No, I don't yeah. think so. Yeah, it's. I guess what I'm saying is like there's a degree of vulnerability because you're you're let you're allowing yourself to be vulnerable. Yeah, well, that's with any song, I think. That's yeah. with any song that you get up or any performance or any time you you go to the stage, it's especially with if you're just doing a solo gig with a guitar and a few harmonicas. Yeah. No big lights. It's it's not the spear, you know, in Vegas. <laughs> you're not going to distract people. So that's why I think my lyrics do have to have depth and they have to mean something and there has to be a kind of a story there. Not that it have to mean something all the time, but in this general consensus, they have to mean something. Because when it's only me, a microphone, the audience and the guitar, and I'm not a great guitarist, so I'm not going to bamboozle them like Rory Gallagher would, you know. So it's um, there has to be that connection and the lyrics... And the melody, well, that's what it's all about, the lyrics. The song is the connection between the audience and the singer. And, David, um, before I, to move on a little then, uh, one of the things I see there, you mentioned it early on, is the podcast. Tell me about the podcast. That was one of the things I did to stop me going a bit bananas during COVID. So I set it up and I asked a few people to come on and talk about the songs, not about their life, but invariably, when they start talking about the songs, it leads to other stories about their lives and such. And I was really interested myself, let alone if anyone listened to it or not, but how people worked and uh, their connection with music and the connection with songs. So for the likes of Christy Moore, I picked five songs that he wrote and we talked about it. And we talked about many other songs on it as well. Excuse me, the likes of Jerry Adams then came on and picked his five favourite songs and we just had a chat about everything and anything. So right. it's fairly relaxed and fairly casual. It is based upon music, but even the likes of Donald Ryan, who's a brilliant author from Limerick, or he's from Tip, but he's living in Limerick, um, he came on and picked a couple of poems and songs and then we had Mary Coughlin and Luca Bloom. 
So there's a wide variety there as well, and some other names that wouldn't be that well known yet, but they're uh, great songwriters too. And they're right, right. I just enjoy the chat with them. I know them. I know. Them. Um, we need to wrap up, Debbie. What are we going to go out with? Um, Jeff, you mentioned history. You can take history. That's on the new album as well. Right. I want to give that a blast all oh, over. Well, indeed. And where can people find you? Well, if you're passing through Kells there now, just give us a show. Out and reach and say hello. <laughs> but if you're listening to this at another time, uh, the website is the best, davyfury.com. We're on tour then for April and May. There's 12 or 13 dates there around Ireland for the time right. being. Um, that'll be after the album. So that's in April and May. The tickets are on sale for that now at the minute. So, And that'll be... Uh, I'm bringing a guitarist and a piano player with me for those gigs. Two great musicians. Brilliant. Well, Davey, it's been great chatting with you. And this is History from the Album. And uh, we have been chatting with Davey Fury. And you are listening to Irish Radio Canada. Davey, thanks so much for taking the time. Thanks, Austin. Great to see you, man. If you're not